the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We got the one Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Day Spring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 Hyde Park Ave, Hyde Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 178 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now let's listen to today's message from Pastor David. The day that you eat this fruit, the day that you disobey me, basically, what will happen? You will die. You will surely die. Good. You surely die. And uh, the word of God was true. The word of God came to pass. Man died. Man did not drop dead physically. But man died, meaning what? Man was separated from God. Separated from God. That is death. Death is separation. Whether you call it physical death or spiritual death. It's always separation. Physical death is also separation. The spirit being separated from the body. And so, the man dies physically. Same thing. If you are being separated from God, your spirit is separated from God, you die spiritually. Amen. Death is a separation. So, because Adam sinned, man sinned, death set in, and death took over. Took over the earth. Took over the sky or the air. And took over Underneath the earth, they took over everywhere. Sin took over. Satan took over. Man gave his rulership or his reign, his kingdom, his inheritance over to Satan, over to death. And so death reigned. But this is not the original purpose. This is not the original plan. The original plan was for man to rule. And God intended that and God actually pronounced that. Let us make man our own image after our own likeness that he may have rule in the air, on the ground, and under the earth. And when he created man, he said, take it. Take the rulership. Take the reign. Take the kingdom. Take the power. Take the authority. Take the dominion. Rule. And of course, man began to rule until sin came in and death started ruling. The purpose of God is for us to reign over those that have reigned over us. The purpose of God is for us to reign over those that have reigned over us. Over death that has reigned over us. And over everything that is connected with death. That has many meanings, has many connotations, many implications. Sickness is death. Whether it causes physical death or not. Amen. Sin is death. Wickedness is death. Iniquity is death. Darkness is death. Darkness, by the way, again, is not a thing. It's not a when I turn off the light and darkness comes, that's darkness. Darkness is also a personality. 
Amen. So that has different forms, comes in different shapes. And the purpose of God, the purpose of God is for those who have obtained abundance grace and the gift of righteousness to reign over those things that have reigned over them. Amen. Now, I want to say to you that we don't only speak what we have experienced. Amen. And we don't only confess what we have experienced. We don't only preach what we have experienced. We speak what we believe. What we have as a revelation. Amen. Though we have not experienced it. But it doesn't take away from the fact that. Or from the truth that. That is the intention of God. That is the purpose of God. And that is the truth. Even though you have not experienced it. Amen. Joseph said to the children of Israel. God is going to visit you. And he said you know. Take care of my bones. And carry my bones with you. Because he's going to visit you. He spoke out of revelation. Amen. Many of the prophets spoke about Jesus, spoke of Jesus coming. They believed it. They embraced it. They saw it afar off. Even though they did not experience it when they were speaking it, neither did they experience it even in their lifetime. But they spoke of him. This is the plan of God. This is the purpose of God. So if you can catch the revelation, if you can just see a glimpse of it, Please begin to speak it. Begin to aspire for it. Begin to desire it. Begin to look into it. Begin to dig into it. And you will experience it. Amen. So we speak not necessarily out of experience. We speak out of revelation. And as we speak out of revelation, we come to experience. Amen. They believed and they spoke. We also believe and we speak. And 2 Corinthians 4.13 says, This is what the spirit of faith, the spirit of faith speaks on this wise. They believed and they spoke. We also believe and we speak. It is the spirit of revelation and the spirit of faith. It is also the spirit of prayer. Of course, the spirit of faith is the spirit of prayer. The spirit of prayer is the spirit of faith. They go together. Amen. So what we're looking at, what we're looking at is, is huge, is big. It's powerful. It's tremendous. It's actually beyond imagination. It's not something that you can just figure out with your head. No, it's really like senseless. It's illogical. It's unscientific. It's, it's not something you can comprehend and fathom with your mind. But let God be true. Every man, a liar. Amen. The fact that, the fact that nobody has experienced it doesn't mean that it's not true. In the days of Elijah, there were many widows in Israel. But to none was Elijah sent. To none was the word of God sent. Except to a woman in another country. A widow in another country. All the other widows in Israel died of starvation. But this woman in another country had a miraculous supply. Miraculous provision. Because she was the only one that believed and because the eyes of the Lord run to and flow through all the old world to prove himself mighty in the behalf of those who, whose hearts are after him, God's eyes searched for her and found her. And she was the only one that experienced a miracle of provision. Even though she was not of Israel. Even though she belonged to another country. Still, the Spirit of God searched for her because of her faith. And though everybody suffered 
from starvation, you know, starved from lack, God provided for her. She was the only one. So, if you believe, you might be the only one. Jesus Christ basically was talking about the fact that a prophet had no honor except in his own country. Amen. And he gave another example. He said, in the days of Elisha, there were many lepers in Israel. And to none was the word of God sent. To none was the prophet sent except to who? Naaman, the leper. Who was from where? Syria, another country. Other lepers did not receive healing. Other lepers suffered. But this other leper from another country who had enough faith to receive his healing, received his healing even though he was the only one. So you can be the only one. Even though you don't see it around, you don't experience it, you have never seen anything like that, if you believe it, you will experience it. This is the truth. So, again, what we're talking about is so huge, is so big, it's like really beyond imagination that you're supposed to reign in life. You're supposed to reign over death. You're supposed to reign over sickness. You're supposed to reign over disease. You're supposed to reign over poverty. You're supposed to reign over oppression, over depression. You're supposed to reign over all these things that have reigned over you, that, that are reigning in life, that you're supposed to reign over them. And it's like, well, I don't know. I'm not sure. Because really, what I see around is oppression. What I see around is sin. What I see around is sickness. What I see around is diseases. What I see around is all these bad things. That's what I see around. So how can anyone reign over those things? But Jesus must reign in life. Sit down at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. And he must reign till all enemies are put under his feet. And who is going to put all enemies under his feet? Is the body of Christ. It's you and I. It's the church. He is sitting down. And his father say, sit. I will put all enemies under your feet. And he must reign. He is reigning. Now he's reigning. Amen. Death is not reigning now. Death reigned before. Sin reigned before. But now, death is not reigning. Depends on what you see. It depends on how you see it. Amen. If you see it from the eye of the world, of course you're going to see differently. If you see from the eye of faith, from the eye of the spirit, no, death is not reigning. Sin is not reigning. Satan is not in charge. Amen? God is in charge. You and I are supposed to be in charge. We are in charge. We are supposed to be in charge. We're supposed to be reigning. We're supposed to reign in life. Those who will reign in life over these enemies must be born again and must not be such as are easily tricked and deceived into sin. They must grow up to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4, 13. If you look at that, let's look at this quickly. Again, what we're talking about is huge, is big. So, we don't want to rush it. We want to take it a little at a time. Remember that I said to you that our inheritance is actually like, it's wonderful, it's powerful, it's huge, and it will take us a whole eternity to do what? To discover what it's like. Amen. It would take us a whole eternity to just know unravel, to just understand all that is ours in God. That little boy, that little girl that his or her father has left, you know, the estates onto, now grows up and begins to just understand what is contained in the estate left to him or her. 
Amen. And as he continues to look at that, he begins to just discover that, wow, 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 this is, this is great. This is wonderful. This is powerful. My brothers and sisters, as you dig into the inheritance, as you dig into the will that God has left for you and I, as we dig into the things that God has left for us, we will begin to discover and experience those things. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Spring Chapel, located at 1628 Hyde Park Ave in Hyde Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778, extension 2. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.